And cue music. I don't know how many of you have heard, but there's a flesh-eating virus going around. Yeah, it's called music. All right, well, here we are again. Another episode of A-Sides. Uh, Andy, would you like to get us going here? Yeah. With a list of what what's going on in the uh, world of music and album releases. Yeah, thanks for coming back for our fourth uh, time. Uh, this time we've got uh, City in Color with their album A Pill for Loneliness. The Wild Hearts EP. I think it was Dosage was the name of it. Was it? Um, shows how much for- notes I took. I already forgot what the uh, name the of it Darkness was. The Darkness Easter is Cancelled. And the Menzingers, Hello Exile. Is it the Menzing? I can't even say that. Menzingers. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I think it's the Menzingers. Menzingers, right? That sounds right to me. I had never heard of them until just recently, so. But then that was the same as what we were like trying to pronounce. Met Skiba, Skiba. There was something else too we were trying to pronounce. Yeah, I don't remember. It sounds like something silly that I would uh speaking of fuck around with. Speaking of weird pronunciations, like I just want to throw this out there right now, like before we talk about it. Uh like I was laughing about this in the car when I was listening to it. Uh that darkness song, um, that we'll get to later, like choke on it. He's like rhyming and he says like something maneuver, right? And then I think he's I think he's going to rhyme the word hors d'oeuvre, which is, I thought, how it was pronounced. But when he's singing it, he's like, he calls it a hors d'oeuvre. Well, he's... (laughs) So, like, is he, like, is it British? Or is he, like, trying to rhyme it with the hors d'oeuvre? I mean, he's British, I believe. I believe they uh, kind of have these weird accents, so... I know, I was just like... (laughs) It's a tasty hoodoo. I can't remember that for some reason. I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to it. I guess it wasn't one of the standout ones for me, but. Shit, that was like one of them. Like all of them stood out for me. Yeah, I I liked that one, that record all in all, but um, I guess that just wasn't one of the ones that I took a mental note of uh, or a uh, literal. Oh really? Because no I've been no. wondering that the whole uh, the whole time. Is it hors d'oeuvre or is it hordouvre? Because he's saying it like it's like you spelled. thought you fucked it up, but like the yeah, he's like saying all of us Americans can't say it right. Yeah. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't know. I guess uh, <laughs> I guess we can start by talking about that album then, huh? Yeah, sure. Um, just dive in then. Might as well dive into that one. Yeah. So Easter is canceled. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, album title, I think. Um, I don't know if you've... Were you a fan of The Darkness prior to this? or uh, like I remember that song came out, I believe, in A Thing Called Love, and right. I liked it, and then I hated it, and then I kind of liked it again, because then I was kind of like, oh, this is like actually purposely cheesy. You know, they're not really serious. Kind of, like... I think they might have been. I don't yeah. know. I mean... <laughs> They've know. kind of officially made a whole career out of that sound. I mean, yeah. So, so like, I kind of like, I kind of got tired of it too, you know, because it got uh, played out. 
Yeah, they did wear that one out. That was kind of funny because I remember when that record came out and the radio stations around here were... Uh, they First, they, they debuted it and made fun of it. And I remember them having uh, listeners call in and tell them what they thought and everything. And everybody uh, like was like... Yank it or crank it? Yeah, and everybody was like making fun of it and stuff. And then next thing you know... It was in regular rotation, and they were playing it all the time, and people were like, oh, I love that song. Yeah, it's like, whatever. But I I actually did. I mean, I kind of liked it when it first came out. I can't really remember my exact thought when I first heard it, but I remember it at least uh, growing on me to enough to where I bought the record. And actually, I ended up seeing them on that tour up at uh, – the oh, Vic yeah. in Chicago. Oh, cool. I went mostly because the Wild Hearts opened, and I was already a fan of theirs, and uh, so that was the main reason I went. That and the tickets were free. We scored free tickets, so that was pretty great. Uh, but they were actually the Did Wild Hearts Whitey? were great. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. He was actually the one that got the, got the tickets and through the radio station and through the. We ended up getting a uh, limo, too. So we had a limo on the way there. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. That was actually a really fun show. I remember uh, getting out and taking a piss right in the middle of uh, uh, downtown Chicago traffic because we were stuck in traffic, and it was taking so long, and we were just we had like a 30-pack of bush light or something in the yeah. car, in the limo. And next thing you know, we're all about to piss our pants, and the limo driver is just like, whatever do what you gotta do so we just got out and we were just taking a piss on the medium like right in the middle of downtown chicago traffic like five in the afternoon you know during rush hour it was pretty epic good times but uh yeah then the show was uh the wild hearts were great but the darkness did surprise me because i liked the record and i liked their songs but i mean they were a new band and i didn't have high expectations of them you know i just kind of was like oh it'll be cool but they were a really really energetic band and uh put on a hell of a show i mean both that lead singer and his brother is the guitar player i believe and uh they both were just killer guitar players so so it was cool it was very cool it was packed they like if i remember right they first started that tour playing like smaller venues than that i mean not that the vic theater's huge but i think that they they started selling so many tickets that they were having to move them into bigger venues so that's kind of cool yeah but i think they kind of blew up with that one hit and i don't think the record after that or anything has really done quite as much since i mean they keep putting out records and i think they have enough of a like a cult status you know but but yeah, I thought this one. Yeah, because maybe it's like some of those bands where they're big um, in Europe, but over here right. it's like they're not. Yeah, I think that's still the case with them. Um, kind of like the Wild Hearts. I mean, you know, they kind of have a cult following here, but I think are bigger overseas and stuff. But, but I actually thought. I mean, I've kind of kept up with the Darkness a little bit. I didn't like their second record near as much as the first record, and then the stuff. So I kind of. I didn't. I kind of stopped buying their stuff. I mean, I just the last one. I can't remember what it was called, but I, I listened to it and it was 
you know, better than previous ones, I thought, but I still ended up not getting super into it and buying it. But this one, I think this one might be my favorite one since the first one. Yeah, um, this one, you were like, yeah, let's do The Darkness. Easter is canceled. I'm like, that's a shitty title. What the, what the fuck? But then I'm like, holy shit, I really like this. This is right. awesome. Like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know it was coming out. I was going through like the new releases on uh, on my Amazon Music thing, and I saw it, and the the album cover caught me off guard because I didn't see it first. It caught my attention, and I didn't even realize it was the darkness. It just um, I had like the picture of Jesus flexing on the cross, like yeah. breaking the cross, and yeah. what is it like? There's like angels slaughtering people or something yeah i, I didn't remember. know if it was the disciple his disciples beating people or what yeah i don't at first glance i thought it looked like a merciful fate record you know and then <laughs> like easter is canceled actually sounds like the title of a king diamond song which is what really tripped me up because i thought that i thought man easter's canceled even sounds like a fucking king diamond <laughs> song and then sure enough the title track i get like four songs in and i listen to the title track and the chorus sounds like fucking King Diamond, you know? I mean, granted, he sings real high anyhow, kind of like, well, but not, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't yeah. quite reach the King Diamond heights, I guess. But then that song, he does. And he even kind of has like a King Diamond, Merciful Fate type guitar riff. And uh, so I, I don't know if that was like intentional or what. I mean, it sounds like it almost has to be. But I love the opening track was, you know, pretty cool. It got my attention. It kind of has the, all the different all the different aspects of this band. Like, they kind of start off with the acoustic thing. I think there's, like, some mandolin or something playing yeah. with it. and It was almost like a Zeppelin song in a way, you know, in the sense of the kind of acoustic and mandolin. Yeah. And it kicks in with the big rock guitar and... um. And then yeah, I don't. I thought the second song, "How Can I Lose Your Love," sounds a lot like something off the first record. It just has that same kind of chorus, you know. Deck chairs—is that what that was called? Yeah, you were. That was the you one were I really thinking didn't like, like. I think "Merciful Fate," and I was kind of thinking, oh, they kind of sound a little like a, a Queen. And then when it hit that deck oh, they chair, sound. I was kind of thinking it was kind of like. That night at the opera, how they got right. some kind of weird ones that aren't even like a real song kind of thing. Yeah, they've always kind of had that Queen sound. I mean, I don't think they the Mer the album cover itself just was what looked yeah. like Merciful Fate to me. But then that, the, like I said, the title track just kind of had the King Diamond thing going. But yeah, it was like I guess like Deck Chair sound like one of those Freddie Mercury things that he'd throw in. Yeah. In an album. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. I didn't. That was like probably my least favorite. Yeah. From the record, like I wish it wasn't on there. It was pretty quick though. I mean, it wasn't really that long. I did like uh, "Heavy Metal Lover" was one of the other kind of standout ones for me. Like it was so cheesy, but even your pajamas are black, and <laughs> some of the, just these lyrics yeah. were just so silly. But yet, you know, <laughs> you're so metal. I'm afraid you'll rust. <laughs> that was another lyric. That was a great lyric. These guys are uh, they're ahead of their game. 
with their lyric writing. But. Yeah, that's what I was thinking with these lyrics, too. I was like, because I was thinking back to uh, the last set of albums we listened to was like Steel Panther, and I'm like, this is like way more Steel Panther than Steel Panther ever. Uh, Except good. Yeah. It's like if Steel Panther actually wrote shit that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I would have much rather... I, I would have rather had like three new Darkness records than just one Steel Panther record, to be completely honest with you. Um, but yeah, Live Till I Die and Heart Explodes. Those were two solid, you know... Yeah, like I'm kind of like you. Like I liked everything on this. Basically. Yeah, it's just a solid record. Other than I just thought that deck chair song was really out of place. I mean, yeah. but I mean they've kind of always had that queen thing. So I, I get what you're saying. It does kind of sound like one of those oddball. I'm trying to think. Of I can't an think of one right now. But isn't there like oh lazing on a Sunday afternoon or something? Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Yep. And you're right. That is kind of what it is like. And then the thing was, too, how I was thinking about Queen. Their drummer is actually the son of Roger Um Jeez, have I had too much to drink already? It was like Roger Taylor? <laughs> Andy's yeah. had two sips of a... I wrote down his a name. Sparkling Paloma? Oh. Um, Cuervo, to, Jose Cuervo, to actually sponsor this podcast, it, too. His name is Rufus Tiger Taylor. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like drumming with Queen right now, or he was like on the uh, recent tour. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's in the darkness, or he's been uh, with them the last couple albums, I guess. So. So he toured with Queen, is that what you said? Yeah, because uh, um, I guess like they did have a second percussionist kind of guy. Cause oh, Roger yeah, Taylor yeah, yeah, is still yeah. the main drummer, but they had him kind of doing. So he was just the percussionist. I got yeah. I was like, why the hell? Yeah, they did the same okay. thing when I saw Fleetwood Mac. Like, they had, you know, obviously right. Mick Fleetwood was drumming, but then they had a guy doing, like, bongos and just different things. Right. Because you know, they're, the the they're the kind of assholes that have enough money to just yeah. hire ec- extra instrumentalists to fill out the stage sound. Yeah. What kind of assholes with all their success and money? Yeah, that's why they charge, like, $300 a <laughs> yeah. ticket, because they got some people gotta... in the band to pay. Yeah, no shit. That kind of gives you something to think about. Um, I guess we did, you know, we didn't mention the, it's kind of off topic, but the passing of uh, oh, Ginger Baker, Baker yeah. yeah. Yeah, speaking of uh, drummers, right? Yeah. I guess I don't know where I was going to go with we that. We did not but. kill him, though. <laughs> we did. It was in our week off. It was in our week off. Yeah, it wasn't our fault. I am uh you know, I'm. I like the uh, the Blind Faith record a lot. Uh, the Cream stuff was solid. Yeah. I guess that's. I never listened to to too say. much. Yeah. No, I mean they're great records. I don't know that he's played on too much other than that. I mean, I guess I'm not an expert here, but the Cream stuff and uh, Blind Faith is about all I was familiar with. I know he's kind of a prick. <laughs> or was kind of a prick. <laughs> uh, uh, what was the one? There was one documentary I watched on him, and I can't remember what the hell it was called. And it was really funny. 
because he's just such a dick through the whole thing. It's like some guy goes to like shoot this documentary, and then Ginger Baker like. If I remember right, it's been a while since I've seen it, but he like chases him off his property, like <laughs> swinging shit at him and stuff. I don't remember if he had a ball bat or what, or that maybe the whole thing's just amplified in my head and I'm not remembering it right at all. Um, God, what was it called? It was called like the, it wasn't the fabulous, the fabulous Mr. Baker, but it was something like that. Like the title was like maybe like the horrible Mr. Baker. <laughs> I can't remember. Terrible memory. Hmm. So I'm definitely not somebody that should be sitting here trying to fucking regurgitate facts because I, <laughs> I either can't remember them or I just remember them how I want to remember them. So um, anyhow, now that I've taken us off topic, um, which we are also, we can mention that we're a day late on our, uh, on our recording because somebody decided to uh, go out for a wild, crazy bachelor party and have way too much to drink so way to go andy <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, now you're it was, welcome it was me i was i'm the one who has failed to grow up i guess and I'm still out acting like an asshole till all crazy hours of the night so yeah i don't know if there's much more to talk about with the darkness record what really i could go on about it like well you're allowed to go on i like that <laughs> i guess i don't have too much but I listened to this basically like I thought on Thursday I was going to Chicago uh, to see a concert. And so I'm like, it gave me like a good three hour drive up there and a good three hour but it was back. I listened to, uh, what was it? I think I started off with uh, the Wild Hearts. And then I was like, all right, and then I'll do the darkness. And then I did the darkness again. And then I did the darkness again. And then on the way back, I did the darkness again. And then I did it again. So I basically listened to that the whole, like, road trip. Hmm. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, I just put down that I thought it was fantastic. Um, then really my only other note was that choke on it thing, because I was trying to wonder what the guy was doing. He's, I think he's just trying to rhyme it with the other word. But that song, like, I don't know if you mentioned that song earlier, but I thought Choke On It ended up being my favorite one on there. Really? I didn't mention that one. Yeah, because uh, it sounded like it was like, maybe that's my favorite one because I hated it at first because it sounded really cool, like I had that cool riff, and then he's like doing that high shit, like, Choke On It! And I'm like, man, you're just fucking ruining this cool song. But then that actually made me like it because... Then I actually like that part because he's like... I got to turn the auto-tune you know, on. Hold on. He's if like, you're going to sing. Yeah, like he's <laughs> like... I don't know. He's like, fucking choke on it. Choke on it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, I do. <laughs> funny, I mean, right? I'm just used to it, I guess, with them because <laughs> it's just kind of their thing, you know? Because, um, yeah, sometimes you hear people say that like, oh, if he wasn't singing so high, he just yeah. ruins it. When he starts singing like that, and it's like, yeah, but that's how he sings. Yeah. Yeah, he sounds like Tiny Tim in a metal band. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. He does. Yeah. Actually, now that you say that, that's probably the best description <laughs> I've heard. And he kind of looks like him, too. He's got, you know, not trying to be mean or anything or prejudiced against <laughs> the uh, the Brits, but he's got that ugly, gangly, 
English look to him. You know what I mean? I don't know if you've ever seen the dude, but he's maybe, not, maybe not quite as bad as Tiny Tim. But I remember seeing him before in that spandex thing because I saw that music video from that. Uh, oh, I believe from, in a thing yeah. called love, and I think he's got a mustache now, or he had it then. At one point, mm-hmm. he did. Yeah, I don't. He, I don't think he had it. He didn't have it back then, but yeah, I think he's got it now. It's like a real thin, hmm. real thin mustache. He's a. But yeah, man, a I don't know, man. I just love this. Oh, that's album a solid so record. That's like, a solid I'm gonna record. go buy it. Like, yeah, no, I. I think I bought. Uh, I didn't buy any from the last set that we talked about, but I bought the corn one. I bought I, a couple yeah. from the earlier episodes, but yeah, I don't know. Like I want to go buy this like right now. No, this one's yeah. No, it's worth buying. It's a solid one. It's. I probably just didn't have much more to say about it because I didn't take a lot of notes because oh, I think okay. because I just listened to it and I didn't. Like, a lot of times I sit down and... Actually, I just got lazy on this whole round and was like, you know what? Yeah, like, so I just, did I. I, I listened to the like, ones that I liked and I kept listening to them, but, like, I didn't take as many notes. I just was like, God damn it, I don't... I feel like when yeah. I do that, then I'm, like, sitting here Not critiquing totally. it and doing an actual review. I started on that one. I started on that one. And then yeah, I was like, your notes look as lazy oh. as mine. Actually, you look, yours look ambitious next to mine because that was all I had for that one. See, I'm a, I'm a slacker. I it was trying looks to. Looks like it's more because I wrote bigger. I think. I was just going for more of a, you know, relaxed. Uh, a general overview. You know? Yeah. Well, because we were kind of doing these and saying, you know, oh, our review of this record, and our. Yeah. What? However, we were saying it. I don't know what the fuck we were saying. I think I was the one that probably kept saying review, and then who the fuck are we to read this shit? <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm not just Leonard talk, Malton. Just talk about it. Just talk. About, I don't really want to sit and analyze it too much because if we come across something I can't fucking stand, I don't want to sit there and yeah force it down my throat and try to and choke on it. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to choke on it. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit, I forgot to turn that. Remind me, and I'm going to go back and auto-tune that. Oh, okay. Not really. <laughs> I'm not sure why the auto-tune joke is a thing. So I don't know. Um, so the Wild Hearts. I guess since we kind of, we could segue into that, since I was already talking about yeah. seeing them opening for the darkness back on the Permission to Land tour, if that's what that tour was called. Yeah, that was actually one band that you tried to get me into, like, I think 12 years ago. The Wild Hearts? Yeah, like, and I can't remember... And you snubbed them? ...what the album was, but it was, uh, like, I liked it, because it had that something rooting for the bad guys or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know what album that is, Fuck, but I, I thought it was cool. I can't remember what album that one was on. I can't remember what I would have gave you. I probably would have gave you a lot. Probably would have just handed you like. 10 I think you CDs. just gave me that one. <laughs> was that on? Uh, was it riff after riff? I can't even remember. I don't know. I have a terrible. I remember it kind of started off kind of poppy, and then it was kind of like really heavy or something. Well, I'm trying to think because I saw them on. Uh... It sounded really epic compared to what this EP was. Like the EP was not what I was expecting. Yeah, this new EP, um, Diagnosis, not 
really my favorite thing they've put out. That's for sure. I was kind of, I was kind of uh, let down a little bit. Their last album, um, Renaissance Men, was really, I really liked it. It was, it was heavy. The EX, I saw it. Like I did look it up, and they actually put out like an album earlier this year. Yeah, no, it's a lot better. It's a lot better. Um, Are these just like left over from that album? That's what I don't really know, um, to be honest with you. I. It almost sounded like that to me. Like maybe these were like you know how maybe bands write like twenty songs and then they right. cut it down to like twelve, and I'm like, was this like the leftovers? I'm assuming because to me it didn't. Um, although I don't know because a couple of them sound more like they're intentional singles, hmm. but yet. Uh, just, I don't know, even the ones that were kind of catchier did not resonate with me. The first, what was the first single, the first song on there? Um, hmm. I know I'm drawing a blank because I didn't write any notes on this and I didn't fall in love with the album, so now I'm sitting here. Oh, Diagnosis was the first song, yeah. But they put out like a music video and... I watched it, and it was just like some kid. Oh, I said dosage, but yeah, you're right. It was the diagnosis. Even. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize you I fucked that up, but now that you say that. I was thinking dosage because maybe because it had the pill bottle, and it was close to that word. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I would have liked to have... Uh, Enjoyed this more than I did, considering I like the, uh, the last record. But I think you're probably right. They probably are just leftover tracks that didn't make the uh, full-length album Renaissance Men. And I think that that last that last song, that L O C A C. Lokek. I guess. I guess is that. I don't know what it's supposed to be. Didn't listen to it enough to try to figure it out. To be <laughs> honest with you, but. That was the one that it grabbed me. That a song about drinking, I thought was pretty catchy. I say that these grab me, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> out of the six, they were the ones that were kind of like, yeah, okay, these are catchy, but then, I don't know, I felt like that L O C A C, whatever the fuck. Got to that, I was like, oh, okay, now I'm interested. But then, like, the record was over. So it was like they all sounded too late, good, Ginger. but not like I guess good enough to like grab me. Like it sounded good enough to listen to. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll listen to it while I'm you know on a road trip. I guess. Yeah, I mean I'm a big fan of these guys, and I don't have much to say about it. I don't know what the general consensus is on consensus is. <laughs> Saying those two words back to back was a tongue twister, or maybe I too am also uh, already completely smashed after drinking half a beer. I have no idea. I totally had another drink before we started. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't heard too much. I haven't heard anybody really talking about this. Even my friends that are Wild Hearts fans, it was not brought up much amongst us so I can only assume that mm. if people aren't saying holy fuck you have to go buy this 
Yeah, and maybe they feel the same way as me. Um, there was something that I wanted to ask you about this because when I was listening to it, like it kind of, you're more knowledgeable about mixing and producing stuff. That's debatable, but the songs themselves sounded good, but the production kind of had that. Oop, I think I squeaked my shoe. <laughs> I think my ear just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> like the production sounded like it was almost like that I don't know it all sound like all the guitars and everything sounded like just noise hmm. or something you know like how like sometimes they do I think some when stuff Metallica it's a little more lo-fi maybe it was the mastering or something but when Metallica did that death magnetic like when they were I'm, talking about the loudness wars or they mastered the it wars, too hot and, and they like yeah, they mastered it to where it's like the volume levels are just in the red the whole way through, and it just peeks out. Hmm. That's what this kind of sound like to me. Like I have to listen to it again. Like I didn't notice guitar, that. Like, I think every time I listened to this, I was on the treadmill, oh. like running or something, oh, okay. or you know, or just drinking a beer on the treadmill. No, I don't do that, but um. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like something I would do though. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> I'm gonna go work out, honey. Twenty minutes later, there's just a pile of beer cans around the treadmill, and I'm <laughs> sweating and puking. I did though. When Andy got here to start recording, I felt like I was gonna throw up due to some nasty Chinese food I had for lunch. <laughs> but the good news is, Boulevard Brewing Company's Pale Ale. Um, <laughs> it's made the cure my for bad Chinese food. Yeah, apparently it's counteracted the bad Chinese food, and uh, I'm good. So when you have stomach problems, hit Boulevard Pale Ale. <laughs> yeah, I mean probably any alcohol. Well, probably not any alcohol, but I had a theory. I told Andy if I just maybe if I just burped a bunch from drinking beer, I'd feel better. And by God. I think it did the trick. So there you go. So this episode is sponsored by Boulevard? Yeah. Somebody needs to give us some fucking money. <laughs> Come on, Boulevard. Come on, Arnold Palmer. Come on, who was it that did the hard Arnold Palmers? Uh, Arnold Palmer Hormel? Spikes. Hormel. Was it Hormel Chili? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. I feel bad. We didn't see. I know it was Hornell. Hornell. Because I said Hornell, yeah. like the chili. You corrected me. I feel kind of bad because, you know, we didn't really give this Wild Hearts record much love, but, you know. Well, they didn't master it well enough, so yeah, it didn't so sound good. Andy gives you the thumbs down. Sorry, Wild Hearts. Now, I thought that Diagnosis song did grow on me more. Yeah, that would. But. It sounded like it's Melodic like, Motorhead. Melodic Motorhead. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. I'd have to listen to it and try to hear that. I'm a Motorhead fan. Let so, me get back on the treadmill. So to me, Motorhead's more uh, melodic anyhow. But I thought it just has like one of those cheesy choruses, though. You are not your diagnosis. Mm. You know, it's like yeah, like preachy or something. Like I don't want to, I don't want a message in my rock and roll. <laughs> okay. I just want it to be about choking on things and. <laughs> And, Joke uh, on it. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Andy. 
Um, I think we know now what the title of this, uh, what the name of this episode is going to be. Choke on it would be a great title. Great one. <laughs> so, for some reason, I just realized that. I feel oh, like you didn't I, hit record? No, we've been <laughs> recording. No, I just, I all of a sudden thought to myself, Jesus, do we fucking sound completely stupid this episode? Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I just felt like we we did. Like, I just had a the whole episode so far flashed before my eyes real quickly, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're idiots. <laughs> yeah, Let's well, that coworker of mine over. was like, hey, you guys sound like you're just drinking in the basement. And I'm like, nailed it. Yeah. So, Well, that's fair enough. I mean, Joe Rogan has, like, one of the most successful podcasts out there, and he's just getting high in his fucking little complex that he has where he yeah and what you said bill burr was messing around with chords for a whole episode or something like that oh yeah where he just was like yeah the bill burr one where he's just in his basement cussing because he's got his microphone cables tangled (laughs) up and you know so clearly there's no uh no right way to do this yeah um what else so what what else came out that week, I don't even know what fucking week we're on. Uh, the Chris Gaines Greatest Hits. I don't even know what week this is. That didn't come out that week. <laughs> yeah, it did. Hey, well, it's its 20th anniversary. That's our... Uh, oh, is that what it is? That's a throwback? Yeah, yeah that's our throwback. So Andy actually <laughs> brought the Chris Gaines album because he was so proud of it. I didn't realize you actually bought that. Yeah. Hell yeah, I did. It came out in 1999, so we can say it's the 20th. Yeah, 20th anniversary of... Chris Gaines' greatest hits. His first album. <laughs> Fucking Garth, I tell you. <laughs> what did he think he was doing? Um. So what else came out that week? The Mizinger? The, I can't say that fucking word. You're just going to have to introduce that one. The Menzingers with their album Hello Exile, I believe it was. Yes, sir. That was the name of it. I can say that, I think. I'm not going to try. Um, I'm trying to think of how I heard about these guys. Yeah, you picked them. You should know. I know. No, well, it came up in my... Uh, it's one that I, I came across just looking at the new releases and stuff, and I was like, oh, hey, somebody told me I should check them out. And I think I did. I think I listened to one song like a few months back. I feel like somebody went and saw them live. Because I think they played the Castle Theater just recently. Oh, they did? Within the last year. Oh. Or maybe the last six months or maybe the last six weeks. I don't know. Can't cre- can't really keep track of time. I'm terrible at it. But but somebody tried to turn me on to these guys. And I listened to one song. And I was like, yeah, it was okay. Sounded like the uh, Gaslight Anthem if you've ever listened to them. Um, That's exactly what I was thinking. Because there was a while ago where I asked Denny. I was like, Hey, like, tell me something good to listen to. And he said Gaslight Anthem and The Fags. Those were his two that he picked. And I'm like... Just recently he said that? No, it was like two years ago. Oh. Or something. I was just asking for something to listen to. I mean, I guess I would probably still point you in that direction, too, but... Yeah, but that's kind of what I thought. The Fags haven't had a record in forever, so that's why I'm kind of like... Oh wow, that just wouldn't have been on it the tip of my tongue. It wasn't something new. I guess I was just generally like, hey, man. Like light them just... up. The fags light them up. Record is the shit. That yeah, was a fucking awesome album. That's exactly. Yeah, the gaslight anthem. Light them up, and then fifty nine sound was 
Yeah. The shit. American Slang and 59 Sound. Yeah. They're great records, both of those. But 59 Sound, I remember buying that and bringing it home and putting it on the stereo. And Man, there's a few records where I buy them and play them like several times in a row. You know? Like I just was sitting there and I listened to it like three times in a row or something like that. Yeah. Just sitting there like drinking a beer or something or whatever I was doing. Probably drinking a beer. But on the treadmill. Like me and Easter is canceled, kind of. Yeah. Probably. No, it was, uh, I guess we're off topic now because that's not really the record we're talking about. But, yeah. Uh, Gaslight Anthem, though. As much as I really like that album, they've kind of, they slowly lost me. Hmm. Uh, but, uh. This Menzingers, I think I said it successfully that time. Um, yeah, the well Menzingers, done. yeah, thank you. The <laughs> that was my first thought was they reminded me of Gaslight Anthem, and I actually really, you know, most of these bands getting political nowadays and stuff kind of lose me. Like, ah, just shut the fuck up. Oh really? But this opening song I really liked. Yeah. On this one, I did like it. I mean, it was you know. I mean, I shouldn't say they always lose me, but I just... The Black Star Rider song that we discussed a couple episodes ago, you know, that was one Oh, Why where, Do You Love Your Guns? Yeah, that was one where I was kind of like, yeah, it just didn't seem well executed in my opinion. I think I stated that probably enough times, but this one, America, you are freaking me out. Yeah, I liked that one. That was I liked it. Track. No, it was, it was catchy, and... Uh, I liked some of the lines. I really liked the line about what kind of monsters did our parents vote for or whatever, you know. I mean, it was just, you know, it wasn't just coming out and whining about all the same shit that everybody else is whining about, you know. So. Um, I like the chorus where it was saying something about uh, steering through your 30s uh, so you won't shipwreck when you're 40. It was something along those lines, and I was like, man, I feel exactly like that, because I'm like 35, so I'm like, you know, midway. Yeah, you're fucking old, dude. Man, I know. <laughs> I kind of felt like, you know, like we're talking about the Gaslight Anthem and the Menzingers. Right. I kind of thought it seemed more to me like this is the shit that Blink-182 should be writing about. Like, they should have aged with their audience, you know, because right. we listen to them when we're in high school, and now it's, like, 20 years later, and they're still kind of writing the same kind of jerk-off-y songs. And right. It's like, like, this is the record that, yeah, this is, like, what you want. Yeah, like, it's Blink almost like, yeah, like. they should have matured a little bit more with, like, us, you know, instead of still right. writing to teenagers. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. I even kind of thought that, like, listening to this record, it's like, this is what, like, when I kept saying that I thought the Blink-182 record sounded like a shitty uh, sugar cult record, yeah, this this sounds like a good example of something good, <laughs> like yeah. the good version of that kind of music, yeah. you know, like that high school friend song. It's on this record. 
you know why couldn't that be a blink 182 song i don't really want it to be i don't really care if blink 182 is good it can keep not being good for all i care but the second song on this record anna is the one i really like that one i thought that was a great fucking song that was one of the i mean the whole record this is kind of another one of those where it's like i didn't end up like really writing a lot down because you know i could stop and just listen to it and enjoy the whole record but i think the main standout songs for me were right out the gate but that doesn't really mean that once this grows on me some more some of the later songs might kind of hit me more i don't know but i kind of felt that way too like not to just kind of repeat you but i felt like like, I'm kind of new to this band. I didn't want to, like, pick it apart too much. Like, I kind of want to like it because it sounded good. Like, it sounded up my alley. But maybe I'm like, I don't know if I want to like this too much. You know? Well, it's okay to like things. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever told you that. but. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> In a day I like and the age. darkness. So maybe I felt like I should only like one per episode. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're right. On that note, fuck the Darkness record. I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, I'm just kidding. I liked it too much. I kind of felt in a way like it, it reminded me more. You said Gaslight Anthem, which kind of totally nails it. I guess I was thinking Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Yeah. It no, kind of sounded like too. mature punk rock yeah. or something. And that's kind of what Jimmy Eat World is. Right. Like punk rock went and got a day job. <laughs> started paying started paying taxes. Yeah. Got up off the fucking couch and No, I think that's yeah, Jimmy World's one that I'm not sure that I thought that when I listened to it, but now that you say that it's it's dead on. It's not like they're totally stealing Jimmy E World's like sound. It's just like the same kind of theme. Right. Or something. Yeah, I mean it's pop, punk, you know. Um, I feel kind of bad like I've just already ran out of things to say about this record it's like, I yeah, really liked I really liked it but this is all I have to say <laughs> I liked Last to Know it was a good song too oh yeah yeah sadly man I just we've listened to so much actually this episode for this episode, I listened to a lot of stuff that wasn't even, I don't even, I didn't follow the list, to be completely honest with you. Um, I mean, I did, but then I think I went astray, like, ooh, what's this, you know? So, kind of like when you're just trying uh, well, to I kind of did that same thing, too, but not really. Like, I, I listened to what we were going to listen to. But I think I stuck to the darkness too much. And I listened to the shit out of that album. Because like I said, I basically spent six hours with the album. I keep doing hand gestures. I can't seem to remember that there's just a microphone and not a camera. Maybe we need like a YouTube. (laughs) We're going to have a webcast. We need to start. There'll be like a whole bunch of beer cans. We'd make it sound way worse than it really is. Like I'm only on my second beer. Actually, you're out drinking me, I think, aren't you? You're like on your third drink. Yeah. It's all right. You had a long day at work, and I fucking I'm gonna be like Ace Frehley recording shock me. I'll be like laying on the floor recording this. <laughs> we could start doing some shots. I got like my Kiss shot glasses up there and a Jimi Hendrix shot glass. 
you know, for the sake of keeping it rock and roll, we could just start doing some shots out of the Kiss shot glasses, <laughs> you know. Um, Man, yeah, but I don't know. I just love that Darkness album. I just want to go buy it, like, right now. Well, nothing's Or listen stop- to it now. I was going to say, nothing's, nothing's stopping you other than the fact that um, we're recording, but... What, so what else was on this list? City and Color, wasn't that yeah, one you picked? Yeah, I'm the one that, like, I feel like I always say, hey, Brent, listen to this, and then it sucks. Well, maybe you shouldn't have a say in matters anymore. And you're like, Andy, <laughs> listen to this, and it's awesome. Like, you're like, listen to Midland, and it fucking is cool. Listen to, uh, what else did you want me to listen to? remember well you picked zach brown so yeah but that was just the tie you know that was i don't know all right sound and fury that one was cool yeah the zach brown thing wasn't my fault man it was the most i don't know mainstream record that came out that week i felt like we had to cover it so yeah um the city and color album was uh well boring I, didn't, I actually kind of like it. I like I the know. sound. Like, it's got a cool sound, and the singer's got a really, It's kind of unique. He's got a beautiful it's... voice. I mean, the man has a beautiful man voice. There, I said it. Yeah. It's kind of like an emo Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, kind of U2-ish in spots, too. Yeah. I actually did like the that Difficult Love was probably the song to me that was kind of stood out the most. Um, I don't know. I just really wanted to listen to it because I saw Allison Chains um, here in town back in the spring, and that guy opened up for him. Oh, really? It seems like a weird combination. Yeah, and he was, but it was just him like playing guitar, like acoustic. Hmm. And so I didn't know if his albums were gonna be just. Him and a guitar, kind of like Johnny Cash doing those American recordings and stuff. Right. But this is kind of more like electronic-y. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, a lot of synth sounds and stuff, you know. It's, uh, I mean, it was interesting. I yeah. did not enjoy it. It just was boring. I think uh-huh. it just wasn't the right time I don't know if it was boring. For me to I just to feel it. like it, it all sounded the same. So, like, boring? <laughs> Oh. oh, I'm just kidding. No, like it kind of didn't have a. I know what you mean. A variety to it. Yeah, the whole thing kind of is just. I think that's. Yeah, there wasn't much dynamic. Yeah, because that's what the darkness thing was. Like it had the ballad, it had the weird deck chair song, then it had the fucking choke on it, or it was like fucking rocking out, and stuff, or like heavy metal lover, you know. I feel like Deck Chair would have been a better song if it would have been called Dick Chair. <laughs> Dick Chair. I don't know why the hell. Plus, it would have fit the theme of, like, Choke on it. Uh, you know? You know, the song, never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't hate this record, but it did kind of bore me. It just was, and I I might just not have listened to it at the right in the right setting. I mean, I was, I don't know. I think I was at work. Yeah, it's not like a work. Maybe it's more like a, you know, sit at home and light some candles and drink some wine and rub oil on yourself. I don't know. I don't know what people do to this kind of music. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to get weird. Yeah, I was trying to make it uncomfortable. I'm sorry. <laughs> like one thing I thought was kind of interesting, but I wanted your take because I don't know if it's pretentious or not. But how it's called City and Color, and it's just a guy, right? Mm-hmm. His name is Dallas Green, so he picked City and Color because Dallas is a city and green is a color. Yeah. So he called it City and Color because he wanted – he actually said that he uh, wasn't comfortable uh, releasing his own albums under his own name. So he picked a band name. But then I didn't know if that just – City and color for that reason sounded a little bit like weird. Uh, it seems weird to me, but hey, I mean Trent Reznor did it with Nine Inch Nails yeah. and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of artists that are doing that now. I mean, I remember thinking it was weird when I found out that Nine Inch Nails was one guy. Yeah, it's like, huh? You know, but I think especially with more electronic music like that, like that's just kind of a thing. Isn't there like Iron and Wine or something? And that's just one guy too. Is it or something? But it sounds like it would be like a band. Hmm. It sounds like it would be like some like Norwegian like uh I don't know, metal band. Iron and Wine. I like that better. I've never heard Iron and Wine. I don't know. I don't really know what to uh what to think of it cuz I don't know. I have no frame of reference when it comes to that. There's but. a lot of those like that, like Band of Skulls. I think that's another like acoustic-y Dude. kind of folk rock. No, but it's not like folk rock. Band of Skulls. You think that would be like fucking like the heaviest, you know, metal. It does. You're right. It sounds like you know, it should like at least be metal punk. Metalocalypse or something. It should at least be punk. But actually, I, dude, I like that Band of Skulls band. And they're not really folky, but uh, um, you know what they sound like to me? When they first came out, I thought they reminded me of like... White stripes, like some of Jack White's yeah, stuff. Yeah, but skulls. It should no, be like I know it should be like heavier. Heavy. Really, their <laughs> their first album just they just put out or it should be so heavy you crap your pants. <laughs> <laughs> so heavy you crap your pants. That should be a thing. I'm gonna start a metal band and that's gonna be our sales pitch. <laughs> We're so heavy you're gonna crap your pants. <laughs> now I think actually Band of Skulls has like a their first their debut album. I think the ten year anniversary is coming up and they're releasing like a anniversary package it's a great album it's actually one of my favorite albums you should listen to it sorry to get all serious on you sticking up i'm just sticking i'm just sticking up for that band so yeah what well what should the uh if i'm gonna start this metal band what should it be called that's the real question here I guess you did come up Brent with Brent stores them in the Valentines? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Fucking, that name's stupid. No one would ever buy that record. <laughs> um, I did. I was going to say, well, you and five other people. Um, <laughs> yeah, what would be a good what metal the, name? What was I going to say? I don't know. I always wanted to uh, start a metal band and call it Cunt Hammer. <laughs> but then sure enough years later after I came up with that it was like a joke amongst me and some of my friends beef but, sword there you go beef sword <laughs> but there actually is a band out of like Dallas Texas or somewhere down in Texas called Cunt Hammer I was so pissed I was like well shit what am I going to do now 
There goes my fucking retirement plan. Then you gotta kind of have it in that font that's so like you know scribbled oh, yeah. out that you, you can't, can't even read, read it. it. It's like Argh. what was the other dude? There was some other band I came across that was called Cunt Something or something Cunt. I don't even yeah. remember. Wasn't there something from Russia? Uh, like where they were almost something like that. It was something vulgar, and it was like Russian girl punk. And Maybe like that banned. is the one that. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was from somewhere, kind of around here. Not. I mean, not. Hmm. I mean, I was thinking like Milwaukee or something. Oh, it was Pussy Riot. That's what Pussy it was. Riot. No, yeah, that's not the one I was thinking oh, okay. of. Okay. But I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. Who were they just on tour with? It seems like they just played a show with somebody. Mm. Or maybe I'm still, I might just be getting my fucking facts all screwed up because I tend to do that. Yeah. It's old age. We're just all over the place today. Eh, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, they were on trial. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember what the deal was. There was some story just not too long ago about them. Well, probably completely. <laughs> we probably completely lost what listeners we had. Um, you know, one other album that came out. I don't really know if we were already done with the ones that we were talking about. What What were we talking about? I don't know. We were talking about Pussy Riot and Band of Skulls. Yeah, I know that. But oh, the men. Yeah, we were still on the Menzingers thing. I don't have much more to say about the Menzingers <laughs> thing. But you know what? album I did listen to Cody Jinks put out one called After the Fire he's a country guy kind of you know quote unquote outlaw country but uh I mean I've enjoyed his stuff up to this point this record was pretty solid but there was one song on it called William and Wanda hmm. you should check that song out that was a great fucking song the whole record, I was kind of like, ah, I was let down. Like, this is just kind of okay and not as good as the last one. But then that song popped up, and I was like, fuck, this might be the best thing he's ever written. Hmm. It's a really great acoustic ballad, kind of reminded me of some old school, you know, like an old Towns Van Zant or Willie Nelson tune or something. So, I've heard of that guy, because wasn't he at the Spoke, and then he was recently at the Civic Center? Yeah, he just played the theater. I don't know how yeah. that sold, but seems really weird because I've, yeah, seen him at the Twisted Spoke, you know, the room with 100 people, and then next thing you know, he's playing the Civic Center Theater. I mean, mm-hmm. how many does that hold? 3,000? I think 2,000. No idea. So that was my... Uh, that was my random note. Anything else you listened to that so wasn't... So you put out a new album? Cody Jenks, yeah, it came out this last Friday. Hmm. Um, I did look up the uh, the record store day uh, list of stuff that's coming out on Black Friday. Did oh, you? yeah. I looked it up, and I can't remember a damn thing about it, so remind me. Cause... Uh, there's a few that I wrote down that seem kind of cool. Uh, Cheap Trick. Uh, there's a live on New Year's Eve from 1979. Mm. Uh, Alice Cooper has a live album uh, from 1973 from the Billion Dollar Babies tour, um, which is on my want list. I want to go get that. I figured that would be. Yeah. 
And then there's one that's Alice Cooper. Uh, it's a, it's first time on vinyl, uh, Dragon Town. I think the album was from 2000 or 2001. Hmm. Uh, there's Bad Company, Live at Red Rocks, which I think came out on CD, and it was only at Walmart. And now this is vinyl. It's like a record sort of exclusive. Hmm. Uh, there's Pearl Jam, MTV Unplugged from 1992. And I think that was in the box set when they did an anniversary for 10. Yeah. So, like, it seems like it's something that's already. I don't think it's been out on vinyl. Available. Is that vinyl that you, it's coming out yeah. on? Yeah. Um, I noticed that it's got, like, a, um edition of 13,000. So that seems really high because usually stuff's only, like, 1,000 or 2,000. Yeah, that seems pretty. Uh, that'll be everywhere. Um, yeah, so I think anybody that wants it will end up getting that one. And then there's one that seemed kind of cool. Uh, the record company, they've got one that's a rarities. And it says RSD first, Record Store Day first. Hmm. So I guess maybe it's first on vinyl, and they're going to release it later on, like, CD or something. Yeah, it might be, because I remember it buying... It seems like all of these actually said RSD first. Other than uh, the Bad Company and the Pearl Jam, the other ones are all RSD first. Like the early releases for Record Store Day, maybe. Yeah. Because I did, I bought, there was a Hold Steady record that Heaven Is When, the hell was it called? Heaven Is Forever, or Heaven Is Whenever, that was the name of it. Mm. Anyhow, I bought that on Record Store Day a few years back, and it was like an early release. Like the record didn't come out till like a month or two later, and the cover was different and everything. Hmm. And it was actually going on eBay like that day and the day after for like 200 bucks. Oh, shit. I didn't sell my copy. Not sure why. Yeah, there was some from the last record store day uh, that I noticed. Um, Anderson East had a live album, and it actually said record store day first. So it came out on vinyl that day, but then like two weeks later, like in the middle of May or something, it came out as a digital album. So I guess you could you could buy it on vinyl then or wait. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Buy it on vinyl. Yeah. Did you listen to the Avett Brothers album that came out? I don't like them, but... Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, it wasn't really that good, to be honest with you. I mean, I like them, and I've just kind of been losing interest in them over the years i don't like them because there's like you know how we've talked about the americana stuff you know that's andy punched his fucking hands yeah like that's how much he doesn't like them like we've talked about like writing bitches yeah like we've talked about the kind of stuff that's like anderson east or uh um brandy carlisle or the jason isbell or something they seem like the nickelback of folk rock and I'm like, like I don't really. You heard it here first, folks. I don't really Andy mind Nickelback that much it. anymore. Like I don't really mind them that much anymore because sure they're just you know watered down, whatever. A rock band, whatever. But I don't know. There's something about the Avett Brothers that it just seems like. I don't know. It seems like so like fake or phony, but they're just kind of like cashing in on the. Uh, yeah, but they've been around for a long time. They were kind of you know. They were kind of around before this whole thing kind of blew up, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Now, I will say, they did start off as like a rock band. 
They used to be like a like a more of a hard rock band. See, that's what I'm saying. They can sell <sighs> out to sell folk records. Well, I don't know. People change with age oh, too. Sure. I mean, so they could have just you know, kind of got older and wiser. But nah, I mean, they were. I mean, you can't really say they're the first, but I mean, they were kind of. Oh, there's three words. I and love oh, and you. Aw, isn't that such a great ballad? It is a, that's a great fucking... I don't know. I that's a great like, record. Come on, Andy. All right. God damn know. it. That's I just it. want someone with some guitars. Or I'm something. not going to lie, though. That was pretty funny. I did like <laughs> your little... Uh, you had a funny way of bashing them. No, I mean, this record, honestly, it it's kind of proven that they need to do something more to evolve because I haven't really liked their last couple records. I didn't even buy the last one. And I watched the documentary and it was like a pretty good documentary. There's a documentary on HBO about them and it was a good watch and it made me kind of want to buy the last record, but I just never did. And then this one, the first song is like more of a rock song. It's kind of weird. Like there is loud guitar in it. And I was like, oh, maybe they're finally like, maybe they're evolving a little bit, doing something different. But then it kind of goes back to the same old folky stuff, which they're generally pretty good at. But for some reason, this this whole record to me seems watered down. So I don't know. Maybe I should listen to it. And I thought the high stepping song that was like the single that they released the video for, it's pretty catchy. It's weird. Yeah, that's kind of different. On CT a lot. I actually like that one, but. I'm high stepping. And you're singing a lot tonight, Andy. Oh. We should do these later recordings more often, apparently. But yeah, I don't know. You I can mean, choke on it. I can choke on it. Choke on it! But this, uh, yeah, I don't know. We don't have to. I brought that up, and I could tell you that you weren't like a fan of doing the Ava Brothers thing, so. I did listen to this new uh, Nick Cave because I thought we were going to talk about it. Yeah, because I tried to listen to it, and I'm like, man, what is this? It's, it's just ambient music. Have you ever listened to him before, though? I mean, he's pretty out there. I like Red Right Hand, and I really want to like him more because I think yeah. Metallica uh, covered Lover Man. Mm-hmm. So he's like one guy that I really want to get into, but I just haven't been able to get into him. Because I like that red right hand. It was in like Dumb and Dumber. And it was in X Files episode, and it's like really cool. It's like a fucking cool sounding song. Yeah, he's an interesting dude. I mean, I can't lay claim to being like a big fan or anything. But then like but, everything else is just kind of like. But I feel you. Like he's kind of one of those where yeah, I've checked him out a few times. Directed and, by his red right hand, boom, and then it comes in with some kind of percussion or something or chimes. I don't know. It's it's cool. No, I mean he's got. I think he has cool stuff. I didn't hate this record really, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I was mm-hmm. listening to it and was kind of getting into it a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. kind of out there, you know. It's kind of like out there, like Lulu or something. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. It has to be this kind of music has to be listened to in the right kind of setting, I think. So mm-hmm. it just depends, man. It's not. I didn't have enough Arnold Palmer. It's probably yeah. It's probably not like a drive in your car with the windows down. Like if you're in the mood to like listen to a cheap trick record, then it's probably not the time to pop in a Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds record and get all weird, you know. It's kind of like Tom Waits. It's like an acquired taste, you know. 
Yeah. So I love me some Tom Waits, but yeah, he's grown on me actually because he had a couple albums on that the Rolling Stone 500 albums list, and I've kind of what was on that grown on that. Rain Dogs, I know, is one. That's an interesting. Yeah, that's an There's one that looked like a kind of a painting with him, like a Saturday Night or something. I don't know if that's the title of it. Oh yeah. And then there's one where it's kind of a black and whitey looking cover. It looks like him standing in a meadow. There's been like three on there. Well, there was what the heart of Saturday Night. Oh yeah, like that's right. Yeah, the heart of Saturday Night. Um. I'm trying to think of what one you're talking about that has. It was from like 2000. That was the first one that was on there. 2000. Mule Mule Variations. Oh, Mule Variations. That's a great album. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm totally wrong, but yeah, like there's like a meadow there or something. Oh. Well, I thought you said something about a painting, so I was kind of. That was the Saturday Night one. Oh yeah. But I'm just confusing everything you're saying. <laughs> no, know. Mule Variations is awesome. I think that's one of his better, uh, like, out of his more recent yeah, ones. Yeah, that one That one did sound kind of cool. There was some stuff I got into it. Big in Japan, the opening <laughs> But then I was telling ass. one of my friends, that Rachel, that I think you met at that one, Rockin' School or something. Right. He He has some cool songs, but then some songs sound like it's just him singing over a washboard. Right. Or something. It's just weird. We are like, yeah. He's definitely going for something a little He's like different. really almost too eclectic. You should listen to uh, Swordfish Trombones. <laughs> that album is, that one's really out there. Like, I, I do uh, like that Downtown Train song, though. Oh, the Rod Stewart. On, uh, the one that Rod Stewart Rain redid. Dogs, yeah. Was that on Rain Dogs? Might have been. I think you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He just sounds like sandpapery, like very. Oh, like, he's got that gravelly. Like his early stuff, he was more of like a, you know, piano now, jazzy kind of crooner yeah. type thing. And he now I know the one that's really, really out there is like there's that Hang On St. Christopher mm-hmm. or something, and like I think Bullet Boys like redid that, and it sounds fucking cool in theirs because it's like. Really like low and like percussiony or something. The Bullet Boys. Yeah, they did. Yeah, like they redid "Hang On, St. Christopher" and it sounds cool. But I then that. I listened to uh, the Tom Waits version after that, and I'm like, it sounds like yeah, like a washboard and like a weird like I don't know steam engine or something. It's got like some kind of weird sound to it, man. Well. He's yeah. He does. He's <laughs> he just, you got to be in the mood for it, you know. Yeah, that Bullet Boys one's fucking awesome. Though. You haven't heard that? I'm gonna have to. I don't. If I have, I just don't remember hearing it. Oh, you know what? We were gonna. <clears throat> well, we weren't oh. gonna talk about it, but what we should have talked about. So you didn't listen to the Flying Colors thing, did you? Yeah. See, I thought you would like that one just because you're. <laughs> You're a uh, dream theater guy, so yeah. Mike Portnoy's in the band. Weedly deedly, like Benny <clears throat> says. You'd probably like this album, though. It's, I don't know how to explain it. Not as metal hmm. as Dream Theater. You know? I've never listened to any of his other stuff other than Winery Dogs. I know he does, like, he's got another band, like Sons of Apollo, uh, with Billy Sheehan and, like, I think Derek, Derek Sherinian and Bumblefoot and yeah, yeah, 
I've listened to like a couple of those songs. I don't really like the singer in that band for some reason. Jeff Scott Soto. Yeah. So I'm sorry to go off the rails. You some, no, I. I like this better than. What's, uh, who's in, is that the one that he's in? Steve he's in a Morris band with and Neil Morris. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's got he's got another one that I can't think of. Uh, what it's called, Transatlantic or something like yeah. that. Is the Steve Morse or is one of those guys in Yes or like the Yes Splinter Group or something? Probably. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep track. Those Dude, guys have been in so, in so many, many bands. bands. And... Well, and the the Morses have been in so many bands. Uh, he's the one that turned me on to this. Actually, I was gonna say the reason i listened to this was because the guys in my band were talking about it and i was like yeah okay i'll check it out but i did i did like it it was hmm. actually it was probably it was cooler than most of the stuff we we set out was to it talk better about. than choke on it not quiet i think that's gonna be my barometer for cool songs is, is it better than choke on it <laughs> is it better than choke on it it's you know it's a, it was a pretty solid i don't know I only got through it once. I actually listened to this one this morning on the treadmill. Um, no beer, just the treadmill. So it was, uh, I really liked it, but I wish that after I listened to it, I was like, oh, fuck. This should have been one that we put on our list and talked about. Well, so, maybe I should have called shots. I'm not sure either one of us should call the shots. Maybe we need uh, somebody to uh, request some albums i don't know no i i thought it's weird because we try to come up with this list and it seems like when you if you just google or like wikipedia the list of albums coming out like yeah. they leave off so much they don't put yeah half the cool shit on there and then all of a sudden at the last minute we're scurrying like oh fuck this came out let's listen to this oh shit what about this so So yeah, I don't know. On that note, we could probably about just sign off know. on this motherfucker and call it. Call a it a sides day. is canceled. A, <laughs> a sides is canceled. All right. Well, hey, that was it. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm gonna have my work cut out for me. But no, I think seriously. Uh, yeah, you got some shit to edit out of this. This was a fucked up episode. Well, on that note, it's been real. I'm not uh, going to edit anything. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it as is. Just leave it as is. Uh, can't hurt. I mean, it could be worse. Well, awkwardly And enough. you can choke on it. Yeah.